everybody. It is Saturday, October 20th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am not being carried off or carried away in handcuffs. I am Jeremy Pierce. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is it's lovely. It's lovely to have you all here with me today. And uh, we've got a nice little fine show for you. As always, you know, you can check me out on my socials. Charismatic underscore creations 52 on Instagram. Charismatic creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. The 21615 on Twitter. Spelled out. Uh, or you just click the link tree. As always. Um, don't forget to check out the Blur, Blur Cartel Friday Night Year. And uh, Charismatic Gaming, we're going to be getting some more uh, Digimon stuff up. Um, hopefully, I'll be start streaming Multiverses soon. Uh, but last week, last week, last week, we uh, started our first, uh, another new series called The Comeback. People that have left uh, companies or left the business and have come back, whether it be due to injury um, or just self-retirement money, whatever the case may be. But today, we got another new series, X-Pac heat go away heat. you know what that is if you don't well that's why you're here and i'm gonna help you out but for now you all know what's next so just go on and hit my music So, uh, we have a, a solid week when it, when it comes uh, with some news. So, the 812 episode of SmackDown, get this, brought in two point, almost 2.5 million viewers. That is pretty, pretty uh, decent. Uh, they brought in 2.4 million with a .45 and then 18 to 49 demo i feel like smackdown is going to climb i want to see what the ratings are going to be for yesterday's episode but that's really 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 good uh konosuke takeshita says he has no interest in signing with the wwe he's actually a guy that i know triple h would love but um i he'll definitely get more um sway more play in AEW. Uh, he's already been uh positioned as like a top top star like not not top top star but as more like a top credible opponent for everybody. And he's already put on bangers of matches with Moxley, with Claudio, with Eddie Kingston. It's awesome. Um, Ezekiel, if you don't know, if you haven't seen, he will be out for a long time. Don't expect Ezekiel back. Expect Elias back. Uh, I figure Elias will be back once his beard <laughs> grows back in. And um, he get finished feuding with Kevin Owens, Miss McMahon's hush money scandal is costing the WWE $10 million. That's how much it's going to cost for the filing. Um, Vince did it to himself. Stop fucking up. And the investigation has actually been nearly completed. Uh, we'll see what um, happens with the fallout. We already got some of the fallout. Vince is gone. That's the major, major thing. But will there be any criminal um, dealings going down. We'll find out. Um, 
AEW stars are expected to rest uh, to appear, maybe even possibly wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom is um, January fourth, and it looks like AEW is pre-taping Dynamite and Rampage during that week. Obviously, so that means they can get the the guys and girls to fly over for Wrestle Kingdom. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm keep that forbidden door open. Raw saw a slight increase in viewership, bringing in 1.9 million viewers with a point fifty three in the 18 to 49 demo. So it did better in the demo than SmackDown, but uh, lower in the viewership. That's only because you know SmackDown's on a broadcast network. Um, it's not bad. I, I I expect the the ratings to fluctuate just a little bit more. I mean, two weeks ago they brought they did 2.2 million viewers. Um, and, and I hate the story. My girl, Chris Statlander is hurt again. She tore her ACL this time on the left knee. Um, she's expected to be out six to eight months. She even tore her meniscus. So she could be back in time next year for double or nothing. And there were big, big plans for her. And it sucks. She was just getting on a roll. And I wish Chris a speedy, speedy recovery. Um, Mickey James is unsure about her future in pro wrestling. She could possibly be retiring. Her son is growing up. She likes doing the conventions and reconnecting with fans. Uh... She's going to face, uh, she's supposed to face Lizzie Evo at the 1PW on October 1st. And she completed the completed her Impact uh, duty. She's still under contract to Impact. And she will be wrestling at Impact's Lone Star Stampede um, next week. So we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm hoping Mickey can go for like another five, six years. Deanna Perazzo is set to enter new contract negotiations with Impact Wrestling. Um, they definitely can't let her go. She's been a big, big star for them. After letting go of Tessa Blanchard, uh, she's easily stepped into that role, become a top, top star for the company, a top star in women's wrestling. NXT with their Heat Wave special in the partial UK, NXT UK um, invasion brought in 723,000 viewers, the point eighteen in the 18 to 49 demo. That's up tremendously from last week's which did a um, 597,000. So the Heatwave special wasn't nothing to talk about. Wasn't, you know, you're not going to rave about it, but more viewers is always a good thing. Uh, I really don't like, I really, not too, I really don't usually cover these stories, but Bla- uh, Bailey blasts Alexa Bliss for claiming she's been like Dakota Kai. Uh, and, I, and I like that to retweet Bailey because never changed. Bailey, uh, Alexa Bliss had the nerve to say that uh, she's always been that person. She's always been, you know, like Dakota Kai. And I'm like, no. Bailey's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, the No. People will definitely agree that, no, that's an untrue statement. Uh, you've never been Dakota. You'll never be EO. De- Alexa Bliss would never, ever, ever be EO. Um, so good luck with that, <laughs> Bailey said. Yeah, uh, Alexa, you're not even in the the stratosphere of uh, uh, Bailey, Alexa, uh, Bailey, Oscar. I'm sorry, Bailey, EO, and uh, Dakota. Not even close. And some shitty news: NXT UK is shutting down. It'll be rebranded NXT Europe. It looks like they're going to they're going to expand 
uh, into the Europe more. It might even not even be like a brand, but more so maybe like a secondary company. And they've already been doing um, releases. They have already announced the end of NXT UK. It'll end with the Worlds Collide event between NXT and NXT UK. And the releases, there have been some big names, uh, but the releases so far have been Amir Jordan, Danny Luna, Dave Master, Amelia McKenzie, Primate Nina Samuels, Rohan Raja, Shah Samuels, Sid Scala, Trent Seven, Ashton Smith, Jack Stars, T-Bone Teelman, Flash Morgan Webster, Wild Boy, Kenny Williams, Amale, Mark Andrews, Zaya Brookside, Eddie Dennis, Saxon Huxley, and Sam Gradwell. Um... They're already in the alumni section of the Dirty B website, but there are a few names here that will definitely, definitely get picked up. Um, Amira Jordan, Dave Mastiff, Nina Samuels, Trent Seven, uh, Flash Morgan Webster, Amale, Mark Andrews, and uh, Eddie Dennis, and Zaya Brookshire. Uh, Zaya Brookshire would definitely get picked up by somebody. Don't look now, but I have a feeling on the rise on that on the horizon, guys. MJF is coming. He will be making a return soon. All of this stuff going on with Moxley going on with CM Punk has to spell the return of MJF. And that's what uh being reported in the Wrestling Observer newsletter that somewhat soon MGF is coming back. Let's 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 do it. And 2.0 uh, have signed a contract extension with NXT. These guys, not NXT, I'm sorry, AEW, these guys have been great ever since coming over to the company. Um, congratulations to, to these two guys from going from uh, NXT jobbers to top um, competitors in AEW. That's the news, and we'll be right back. solid week um, for the shows uh, not we, we had good we had some good matches some great not like last week last week was just a banger but overall we had another solid show um, Judgment Day opened up the show and they say they're, they're going to finish the Mysterios off they're going to finish Dom off they're going to finish Ray off and Ray tries to attack and he fails and um, they're gonna finish off Edge, and the, the Judgment Day have just been better. Just, they just been better recently. Um, and I like how uh, Rhea is positioned in the center as the alpha, as, as the one in charge. I hope they can continue to do that. Um, Alexa Bliss and Oscar beat Nikki Ash in Dewdrop. That was an inevitable uh, conclusion, as they will face Kai and Sky in the second round. I'm hoping they do more with Nikki and Dewdrop. There he had a backstage interview. He dropped some. He dropped some heat, uh, some words on Ziggler, and it's led to a, a brawl between the two, and they will uh, main event the show, which is odd. Uh, Miz and Ciampa beat Ali and Cedric, uh, Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander, who are a new tag team, but I, I feel like a Ciampa turn is coming. Um, maybe Ciampa Miz at Extreme Rules? We'll see. Um, Ezekiel's family vows revenge on KO. And he had this picture of uh, Ezekiel family at uh, his his bedside at the hospital. <laughs> and it was just Ezekiel, Elias as different people. And then there was a, a, a quick video with his dad. It's just <laughs> saying they're going to come for KO. I love it. Um, 
we had an awesome back and forth promo between KO and Drew McIntyre. This was wow. Go check this out. Drew McIntyre was great. KO is back and has led to an awesome, awesome match between the two. And it's one of the few times I'm actually fine with a DQ ending. Um, I'm perfectly fine with how it ended because um, it was it was inevitable, right? That the Usos would get involved and cause uh, Drew the match. But just go, just go check it out. Uh, Riddle got him a, a modicum of revenge on Seth, and they will face each other at Clash at the Castle. Uh, we had an uh, beer squash last week we had an Omaha squash uh, Lashley retained the United States Championship over AJ Styles Miz and Ciampa tried to get involved but they failed and Dexter Lumis showed up we still don't know what his motivations are but he was there the match was good not great it just never really got into like second gear or even maybe even out of second gear Dakota Kai easily disposed of Dana Brooke that was a foregone conclusion and Austin Theory beat Ziggler in the main event it looks like this feud is over and they can move on to different things over on dynamite cm punk is bringing all of the smoke and because of what happened i feel like the audience and the iwc are slowly starting to turn on him but he opened up the show coming out uh cutting a promo first thing he did he was he came at hangman page's neck which was odd um, then he just fired some shots at Moxley, saying Mox is the third best person in his group. To that, that's the story of his career. He then he took shots at Eddie Kingston, that Eddie is only the second best Kingston that he's been in a locker room with, and only the third best Eddie he's been in the ring with. Um, Moxley came out and fired some shots himself, saying, "Listen, you, all, all you are, all you are, words. We know you only came because you needed the money." And a brawl broke out. Um, wasn't the best of brawls, but it, it was there was some heat behind it. And gosh, you got to pay attention that all of Punk's feuds, minus Darby Allen, have all been against people who have been trying to tell you that Punk is a piece of shit. Pay attention. Hobbs says he's not done with the Ricky Starks or the Factory. Brian Danielson won a two out of three falls match against Daniel Garcia. Daniel won the first fall uh, with a dragon sleeper after a power driver. And I, th- I was fearing for Brian Danielson's life. Um, but uh, Danielson came back and won the last two falls. Wanted to give props to Daniel Garcia. The crowd was chanting, you're a wrestler. Uh, the JAS attacked. Danielson and Garcia intercedes. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, just put your thinking caps on, people. Tony Nese was coming out for a mat- match, and Mox was like, nah, hit him, and didn't call out Punk again, and another brawl broke up, broke out. So next week, we will have the unification match for the World Championship. <sighs> Pay attention, everybody. Pay attention. Jericho wants answers from Daniel Garcia, wants to know where he stands. Ricky Steamboat got a little physical because he was the special guest timekeeper for the two out of three falls match. He told Jericho that Danielson would be a better mentor for Daniel Garcia. Remember, Daniel Garcia was one of the first names that Danielson said that he wanted in the BCC. Um, the Gun Club squashed the Varsity Blonde. Stokely Hathaway showed up, allowing the 
the, the ass boys to turn on their father and the claim made the save so this feud is not done so that now means Stokely Hathaway's faction includes the gun club Lee Moriarty and Ethan Page Jungle Boy wants to smoke with Christian they are not done Wardlow will be teaming up with FTR as they'll be uh, continuing to feud with Jay Lee though Satnam Singh and Sanji Dutz um, this will help elevate Warlord some more. You can get some of that FTR shine. Tony Storm beat Kylan King. And a returning Kenny Omega teamed up with the Young Bucks to defeat Andrade, Roosh, and Dragon Lee in a first round matchup in the Trios tournaments. And uh, this was a really, really good match. It's good to see Kenny back. He's, he's selling. He's not great at selling, but he's selling the fact that, you know, maybe he came back too early. Hmm. Uh, after the match, Andrade, Roosh, and uh, turned on turned on Dragon Lee. Looks like we might be getting a, a Dragon Lee uh, face push. I am I am all for it's over on Impact. The Impact Corner, Black Taurus won a fatal four way. Heath beat Kenny King, and uh, I don't know more attacks. And wanted PCO to finish him off, but Heath escaped. So we're still we're still teasing PCO dissension with Honor No More. Mike Bailey retained the uh, Exhibition Championship over Chris Bay, and Eddie Edwards won a six-pack challenge to become the number one contender for the world championship. Nothing much on the front on the the front with the ladies. I would love for Impact to make the knockout stacking champions a traveling championship though. Um, defended, be able to benefit, defend it between Impact, AEW, and Ring of Honor. Overall SmackDown, same trend continues. Uh, badass Ronda Rousey's here. She just showed up. Just just showed up saying she won't stop kicking ass, crashing the show until she's reinstated and she's taking out on cuffs after she's taking out security. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. This is how Ronda Rousey should be portrayed. Uh, Toxic Attraction, who replaced Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark in the Women's Tag Team Tournament, defeated Natalia and Sonya. Toxic Attraction, again, weren't the original choice. It was Nikita and Zoe Stark. Zoe got a concussion, and Nikita Lyons, Maga the Stallion herself, is not vaccinated, so she could not enter Canada. Finding more and more reasons not to like Nikita Lyons. Just finding more and more reasons not to like the Nikita Lions. Um, Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns had a really good talk. This is a really... Hold on, but back back to the tag team match. All the matches of this tournament have so far have all been longer than everything that's been in the Queen's Crown. That's already a plus. Um, Sami and, uh, and uh, Roman had a really good talk. Sami just laid things out like, yo, cousins, I think I'm not putting my weight, this, that, and the third, um, and I can handle this, and Roman's like, yo, you, you in that you in that match later for the IC title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The IC title was good in the bloodline. All right, and then he says, yo, you still friends with Sam? You still friends with KO? Yeah. Tell him I don't owe him anything because on Raw, KO told the Usos, yo, tell your cousin he owes me one. Woohoo! We're weaving, we're threads. We, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, Hit Row took out. Uh, maximum male models and then had a performance so it looks like this might be the first feud i'll definitely definitely take it uh and a banger of a match sheamus won a fatal five way to face gunther a clash at the castle for the intercontinental championship this match took 
30 minutes, almost 30 minutes. It's a banger. It was so, so good. The other participants were Ricochet, Mad Cat Moss, Happy Corbin, and Sammy Zayn. They either ran an injury angle with Sammy because they weren't in Montreal. The Viking Raiders had a Viking funeral for the New Day. We had a Liv Morgan promo, and then she beat Shotzi. I'm tired of Shotzi and Zaya losing matches. I'm just tired of it. Uh, Shayna Baszler attacked Liv after the match in our main event segment. Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre had a face-to-face. Roman is a star. Um, they ended up brawling. Of course they did. And then Sammy uh, took a Claymore for um, Roman. Roman laid out Drew with the Superman punch. He didn't want for a spear, but caught a Claymore. So I like the build here. I like, I like the build here. Over on Rampage. We had an opening segment with Claudio just talking about the Ring Honor World title, which, by the way, is an ugly title. Because he wants, he's going to do an open challenge. He wants a competitor for the world title. So next week, it'll be him versus Dustin Rhodes, who answered the call. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Swerve and Keith Lee uh, retained the Tag Team Championship over Private Party. It looks like we'll be getting a little face turn for Private Party. Uh, Hobbs says he's not done with the factory's bullshit. He's not with it. Hook squash Zach Clayton and 2.0 wants a piece of Hook. Let's weave it, weave it, weave it. Uh, Buddy Matthews was had a standby match and Hook just squashed Zach Clayton, beat Serpentico, and the Miro showed up with Malachi's black mask. And he takes out Buddy Matthews. Julia Hart had a look of concern on her face. Athena beat a returning Penelope before, and then the baddies took out Athena, destroyed her wings, and then beat up Athena. That wasn't the greatest of beat downs and in the main event uh, the best friends advance over the trust busters and the trios tournaments our matches of the week from raw kevin owens versus drew mcintyre from dynamite the two out of three falls match brian danson versus daniel garcia also from dynamite the elite kenny omega and the young bucks versus uh, Roosh Dragon Lee and Andrade El Idolo and from Smackdown the Fatal 5-Way number one contenders match for the IC title Sheamus versus Ricochet versus Mad Cat Mars versus Sami Zayn versus Happy Corbin and our star of the week um I'm gonna give it to Ronda um she's just been better since the suspension she's just been better and become more and more of a badass and that's what I definitely want from her but that's our week in review and we shall be right back with our top story crowd reaction and the real life animosity between those involved in the wrestling world match there's heat there's something there um and we all and in the in in the terms of what we're doing here we're going to be using heat referring to the crowd reaction and it's it's used heat 
to uh, denote how much of a reaction a heel wrestler receives. It can also be used for a baby face. Um, sometimes the, the term can be used for a positive or negative reaction, but it almost genuinely refers to a negative reaction, whereas the opposite of heat is a pop. You pop the crowd, i.e. McFoley always saying, right here in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, crowd cheers, that's a pop. Um, cheering, clapping, etc. Positive reaction, whereas heat is a negative reaction. And that's what we're talking about today. The heat that you get from the crowd uh, on, on, your, on your performance. So that's what heat is, but we're not just talking about any kind of heat. We're just going to talk about go home heat or X-Pac heat, as has been <laughs> colloquially termed. Um, But let's dive a little bit more into heat before we dive into um the X-Pac heat. So we have cheap heat cheap heat is just anything used to get booze anything an easy way to get booze uh the one of the easy one of the the, uh, the things that wrestlers do a lot which kind of has been getting corny now is is the oh this crowd sucks these fans are stupid insulting the crowd that's the easiest way to get booze for missing man it's just putting a foreign person out there letting them be proud of their country and where they came from just to elicit a reaction from the crowd cheap heat is very very simple it's very very easy to get um and it can stem from uh trashing the crowd to uh, referencing something that's happened in real life. One of the best examples of cheap heat was when KO and Elias were in Seattle and they were cutting a promo in the crowd, getting ready for an Elias performance. And they just they said uh, something to the to the effect of it's as stupid as having a basketball team in Seattle and the crowd just went off and just booed and booed and lost their mind and you can see on ko and um elias's face that that uh <laughs> they weren't expecting that they weren't really expecting that that reaction that was a great way to get cheap heat um it happened when cm punk referenced uh the death of paul bear so that's cheap heat then we have canned heat canned heat is um exactly that you know what canned means it's just when a recording is playing of the crowd booing we have canned pops canned heat uh, and it's happened more often than you think. Uh, most recently happened when they tried to turn Becky Lynch heel. And the crowd wanted to cheer because she was right in everything she said and 
dead. So why would we actually boo her? You know what I mean? And so they had to put the boos in. Um, but those are two types of heat. But let's talk about what we're really here for. That go home heat. So go home. Go home heat. Go away heat. Sometimes called nuclear heat occurs when fans uh boo or jeer legitimately a dislike character sometimes the person sometimes the wrestler but it can be really really bad it can get really really bad for their for the booking for the character for their actions um and no one's immune to it um now there are times where the heat the go away heat can just be a hill character is doing a really really good job simply for great character work like piper like the miz so it can happen but it's less it's, it's, it's much less common today because we know fans we're, we're on we're we're in the know you know what i mean um and this is pretty much due to quote unquote smarts, smart marks, um, realizing how good the character work is instead of booing, we cheer. It happens. <laughs> it just, it just happens. But go home heat is because the fans, usually because the fans, most of the time, feels we feel that someone's getting pushed too aggressively, too much over other people we think deserve it. Um, We'll probably talk about is that another point, but remember Rey Mysterio being number 30 in the Royal Rumble when Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal Rumble and Rey Mysterio got booed. Now, how often, how many times can you think about Rey Mysterio actually getting booed? Um, Yeah, and it comes from, you know, somebody being undeserving of a push or the characters become stale and boring and, interest and interesting. Yeah, there's gonna be a few people on this list. <laughs> oh, we can we can talk about this for a hot hot minute. But the term really really got popularized as X Pac heat. Um, it's crazy, right? That he became like kind of the kind of the. The, the term for it, X-Pac, uh, overstayed his welcome. And you know what? Let's start with, well, X-Pac. Um, now, if you don't know who X-Pac is, X-Pac was a, a member of the NWO, of the Click, really, really good friends with Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Ash, Scott Hall. So he was always in the know, right? Um, at times he was very, 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 very popular. Um, other times he was hated and, you know, he had some really good feuds. You know, he was known for beating, uh, was it Bret Hart? The one, two, three kid. Mm. And X-Pac pretty much outstayed his welcome. Now. What do you mean he 
outstayed his welcome. Well, during the Evasion storyline where X-Pac, uh, he was on the WWF side and he was mostly portrayed as a hero. Fans just didn't like him. Just didn't. Um, And it got so bad to the point where Billy Kidman of the Alliance and Edge, WWF member, um, acknowledged it. You know what I mean? It's when wrestlers start to acknowledge it, that's that's when you know you've done something. Now, let's 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 dive a little more into it. So it's 2001. He had returned from a neck injury. He had bri- briefly feuded with Jericho over the IC title. Was in a fatal four way, no way out. Um, but he was he was coming back. He started a a, a, a stable. <laughs> a st- X-Pac had his own stable called X-Factor with Justin Credible and Albert. Um, he won the Light Heavyweight Championship from Jeff Hardy. He won the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. So he was getting a nice little nice little push. And his Cruiserweight Championship ring came during the Invasion angle uh, where the WWF were portrayed as faces and the ECW-WCW alliance were uh, portrayed as the heels. And... For some reason, X-Pac was just hated by the fans and they hated his reign. And this is where we got the X-Pac heat term from. Um, And it was odd because there wasn't a reason to dislike X-Pac, but fans just hated him. They just did. And he, it took a minute for him to recover. Uh, he did eventually, and we got Xbox back. Next up, how about, whew, how about Jeff Jared? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, at one point, at what point was Jeff Jarrett hated? Well, this goes to the early days of TNA. The early, early days of TNA where Jeff Jarrett pretty much had his own reign of terror with the World Championship. His reign of terror was not fun. Um he was kind of the mainstay champion of TNA in his early days. Him, Raven, Rhino, uh, Ron Killings, AJ Styles. But by 06, it was a wrap. It was it was really, really, really bad. Fans were literally chanting, drop the title. Drop the title. Um, and... It had gotten so, so, so bad that Jeff Jarrett's um, TNA, uh, his WCW tenure just was viewed really badly. And he was, didn't even have a bad WCW tender, uh, tenure. Fans was hiding, t- uh, uh, chanting, fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. And he he really was really, really hated. 
Um, and there were there are very good reasons why. So during the first four years of TNA, uh, when they had the NWA uh, World Championship, he was world champion for about three years. Occasionally, he would lose only to win it back not soon here thereafter. And the title became meaningless. It eventually became a prop for Jeff Jarrett. And <laughs> because he was the founder of TNA, he could do whatever he wanted. He essentially built the company around him. Fans were chanting Triple J. And It got worse for Jeff Jarrett. So Kurt and Karen Angle got divorced. It was later revealed in 09 that Jeff Jarrett started dating Karen Angle, causing real life animosity between Kurt and this was directed towards Jeff by the fans. Um, Jeff and Karen are still married today. Things have been healed, but the board of directors had to put Jeff Jarrett on leave. Um, and it became a real life story. I think think what happened between Edge and Lita and Matt Hardy. Jeff Jarrett became hated, like despised. And that's what happens when you continuously prop yourself up above others. He was champion for three of four years at the beginning of TNA. Three of four. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let's move on to uh, how about AEW? This is recent. You know exactly who I am going to be speaking of. Cody and Brandy Rhodes. Let's start with Brandy, because she kind of caught it for a multitude of reasons. Part of it unjustly because she's a woman. So um, she wasn't the greatest of in-ring workers. And she had the Nightmare Collective, this this stable of her, Luther, um, Awesome Kong. And Mel. It was really, really bad. It was really, really, really bad. And it got so bad they had to disband it. They had to get rid of the, the faction because the it just wasn't just wasn't getting over. So they did a smart thing and got rid of it. Then she moved on to become uh, her her husband, Cody's valet manager, whatever, and 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 then. And then the fans still soured on her. And Cody was, you know, still at the top. We'll move to Cody. We'll get to Cody. She was starting to be compared to Poochie. Remember Poochie from The Simpsons? Uh, just <laughs> go back and check. Go back and check that out. Um, she always got involved in her husband's matches and her husband's feuds. Um, and her promos didn't come off great. She was obviously compared to Stephanie McMahon. Um, 
despite being a face manager, she never really, really got over. She's been accused, just like her husband, of using wrestlers as a stepping stone for other projects like her reality show. And her the fans' opinions of her. And it was revealed that she planned to win the women's championship. But she got pregnant to take maternity leave and but she was pushed right back into a prominent role and her Xbox heat um, ended up being so great that when she cut a promo down Dan Lambert who was incredibly hated he was cheered he was cheered that's how bad it got for Brandy Cody faced the same thing um originally he was he was like he broke free from the wwe he helped create aw and was the company's top face over whoever the champion was and he had really good feuds with jericho really good feuds with mjf and was the inaugural tnt champion so things were great um he even um helped get brody lee over then things took a turn. I don't even care about the neck tattoo. I actually like the neck tattoo. That's that's just stupid. Um, I've seen we've seen way worse uh, tattoos. So he filmed. He had an injury angle. He filmed uh, left to film a, a game game show, which is fine. And then as soon as he came back, he just won the championship back in a borrowed match over Brody Lee. Like, what? He then he then um um lost at the Derby, but guess what? Why did you need to win it back if you could have just done something else and let Darby beat Brody Lee? And it just it just never got better. Though for me, the big big thing that really hurt Cody was. Him defeating Anthony Agogo. That that wasn't great. He did not need to defeat Anthony Agogo under feud. You had a chance to make a new star, and you didn't do it. And you brought it upon yourself. That's exactly what you did. You brought it upon yourself. And it just it just got worse and worse and worse with him. And it just wasn't going to get better for him. He started distancing himself from um, the elites. And he started doing this thing where, rightly or wrongly, he would come in, work a program with whomever was hot, beat him, and then just do it all over again. Wash rinse and repeat and this no matter how good his in-ring work was which well which it was no matter how good it was it just didn't work and he started becoming he started getting alienated and started getting booed relentlessly noticeably during his feud with malachi black black despite cody being the face when you're the good guy and you're and you're doing good things and you're still getting booed you're doing something wrong he cut this really weird promo with Brody's and and Jay it was 
it was a weird thing and he just never recovered but going leaving AEW going back to the WWE which we all thought would not happen it did he got over it it became essentially the company's top face but he's out with an injury right now um live and learn live and learn and lastly 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 we will um finish with seth rollins now where does seth rollins fit here oh you 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 should know what i'm going to be referring to you should know what we're going to be talking about his feud with bray wyatt and the fiend yeah yeah let's just go right to the straw that broke the camel's back the hell in a cell match the match was booked horribly first things first the fiend's red lighting mixed with the red hell in a cell does not work it just doesn't so how did How did <laughs> how did Seth catch this heat? Well, was the ending of the match. So no matter what Seth did, he couldn't put the fiend down. So he ended up burying, you know, the trope burying a monster under all this stuff. The Fiend is under all the stuff, and he's got a, I want to say it's a chair over his head, a couple chairs, a a toolbox over his head as well. And the ref's like, "All all right, Seth, what are you doing? Seth then has a sledgehammer in his hand. So truly, Seth, what the fuck are you doing? Well, Seth takes the sledgehammer and hits the fiend in the head. A rough cause for the DQ. Wait, Jeremy, what do you? No, nah, I'm sorry, not the DQ and no contest. Wait, wait, but Jeremy, what do you? Jeremy, what do you? What do you? What do you mean he caught? for the no contest yes a hell in a cell match notorious for being no disqualification no rules ended in a no contest and this isn't the first time i'm saying but that ending was horrible horrible seth was the face and the fans turned like that booed 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 the mind you this was a really good babyface Seth who had just dethroned Brock Lesnar was fighting and fighting and climbing and clawing and he dethroned Brock Lesnar so Seth was over as a face but this turned quickly and he was 
never able to recover as a baby face. Now, I'll give the, the E credit where they used this and turned him into Seth freaking Rollins. And he slowly and slowly became more and more a hinge and became crazy and started wearing the crazy outfits. And we got then that's how we got the Seth Rollins we have now with the burn it down. So they recovered. Question is, can Seth ever go back to being a face? I don't I don't really think so. But I would like to think that it could happen. Um you know, Randy Orton is, is, is so much better as a heel, but he's been great as a face so far. So, <laughs> that X-Pac heat is dangerous. It can end careers. It can make you hate it. It can turn fans on you quickly. Ask Cody Rhodes. He and Brandy had to leave AEW. There was other other things going on beside, beside behind the scenes, but essentially he had to leave AEW. Not just due to the heat, but it was it was a catalyst. So X-Pac Heat is a dangerous thing, and we gave you five people. And there are so, so many more that we can just talk about. But I'll leave you all there. Um, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. And uh, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully I, won't, hopefully I won't get another copyright claim. It's two weeks in a row I've gotten a copyright claims like they're coming for me now. Uh, as always, check me out on my socials, Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube, Charismatic underscore Creations 52 on Instagram, the 215 on Twitter. Next week, we will have the next episode of, sorry, the next part of our Master of Disguise series. Can't wait to do that. And as always, Zylee, Wendy Chu, Shotzi Blackheart and of course shout out to my baby the future mother of my children Gigi Dolan holla at your boy peace